Hello and welcome to the Achieve Your Goals podcast, the show that empowers you to wake up to your full potential and achieve your biggest goals and dreams. I am your host, Hal Elrod, and I invite you to join us each week as we share actionable strategies to take your life to the next level, as well as interview world-class experts and entrepreneurs who have achieved extraordinary goals themselves, and we ask them to give you a peek behind the curtain and teach you exactly what you need to do to do the same. Ready? Here we go. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Achieve Your Goals podcast. And today's episode is an important one. I think this applies to every single one of us. We're going to talk about how to achieve your goals when you're struggling. Now, what do I mean by struggling? Well, when you're struggling with your mental health, when you're struggling with your emotional well-being, when you are feeling perpetually stressed, fearful, overwhelmed, maybe you don't even want to get out of bed in the morning. But that doesn't change the fact that you do have to get out of bed. You have to push forward. You do have goals that either you need to accomplish or you want to accomplish, right? You want to improve your life. You want to create meaningful results in your health and your fitness and your finances and your relationships. The goals don't go away when we're struggling, but it can be very difficult to make meaningful progress or even attempt to set a goal. When you are in that negative challenge state. Now, I've been in essentially a challenge state for the last three years. I've dealt with extreme anxiety and depression and fear and stress. You probably have too, at least on some degree, some level. But I've had to achieve meaningful goals anyway. I've had to keep pushing forward. So today, I'm going to break it down. How do you achieve your goals when you are really struggling. Before we dive into today's episode, I want to take just a minute to tell you about two supplements that I take to help me with my sleep because that was a major area that I was struggling with for six months of chronic sleep deprivation. And I tried lots of different supplements and these are two of them that made a huge impact for me. And now I sleep like a baby. I sleep really well every night. The first is Essential Magnesium by Organifi. Essential Magnesium, or magnesium in general, has natural calming properties that can help manage and mitigate stress when feeling overstimulated, overwhelmed, and it promotes relaxation, which of course can contribute to falling asleep more easily. So I take Organifi's Essential Magnesium 90 minutes before bed as part of my nightly routine every single night. If you want to try this essential magnesium from Organifi, you get 20% off as a listener of the podcast. Just head over to Organifi.com forward slash Hal, that's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com forward slash Hal and get 20% off essential magnesium and any other Organifi products that you add to your cart. And then last but not least, the second product is Cured Nutrition's Night Oil. They make a night oil which combines CBD and CBN oil. Now, while CBD is commonly recommended for you know general aches and pains and mood regulation, CBN is widely respected for its targeted sedating effect. Like imagine the feeling of a, a weighted blanket. It just and that's that's really how I feel. Once it kicks in about 30 minutes, 45 minutes in. I start to just drift off, sink into the bed. And unlike the harsh effects of over-the-counter sleep aids, CBN supports your body's natural sleep rhythms throughout the night for deep, restorative sleep that leaves you feeling refreshed and ready to rise in the morning. If you want to try Organifi's night oil, they also make night caps, which is the same oil, but in a capsule form. Head over to curednutrition.com forward slash Hal. 
That is cured, C-U-R-E-D, curednutrition.com forward slash Hal. And then use that same discount code H-A-L, my name. And as a listener to the podcast, you'll get 20% off your entire order. All right, without further ado, let's dive into what I think is such an important topic for all of us, how to achieve your goals when you're struggling. My, oh my. Hey, welcome goal achievers and members of the Miracle Morning community. Man, today is December 13th, at least when you're listening to this, it is. That means the new Miracle Morning book came out yesterday. And uh, today I thought I'd give you kind of a behind the scenes look at why this was the most difficult goal I've ever approached in my life and how I, for much of the process that I was going through, how I felt like I was failing, like I was letting other people down. I had an identity crisis, which we'll talk about here in a few minutes. And uh, it was really, really difficult. And I, I think I've you know, given you a little bit of kind of some peeks into that journey as I've been on it, just how overwhelmed and, and stressful this goal was. And now I want to share with you, I want to kind of looking back, give you behind the scenes, peek behind the curtain on um, what I learned from this experience that you can apply to your 2023 and your 2024, meaning how do you transform the way that you look back at 2023 or or how do you how do you optimize the way you look back at 2023 in a way that really serves your highest good and Wayne Dyer said that when you change the way you look at things the things you look at change and I'll, I'll just start right off with an example and this is part of the identity crisis that I mentioned a second ago and this will help you understand how just changing the way you look at 2023 can transform the value that you gain and how you feel about yourself. And it can transform your your quality of life, your mental health, your mental and emotional well-being, so on and so forth. So 2012, right, 11 years ago, I published the first edition, The Miracle Morning, the first book. And it was an exciting time. It was 11 years ago. So I was, what, 30, I think 33 years old. And I was basically I had no team. I had Tiffany. I had a, no, I didn't have Tiffany even. It was just me, I think. I literally had no team. It was just me. And I pre-sold 5,000 copies of that book by calling people over the phone. I literally called. I probably sent some text messages and some emails as well, but it was pretty much on the phone calling every human, every person in my network, every human being that I knew, friends, family, colleagues, clients. I had only given a few speeches at that time, but my my former speaking clients, so on and so forth, they called everybody I knew and pre-sold 5,000 copies. And I didn't have a public person, like I didn't have an audience. I didn't have an email list really. So I think though we sold about a thousand or fifteen, fourteen hundred online on Amazon that first week as well. So, you know, successful first week, six thousand copies, and mostly from me just, you know, pounding the pavement, right? Not sending an email. There was no one to email. I had to call, you know, I I literally reached out to over a hundred people to try to ask if they would buy copies of this this new book that I'd written, right? Nobody knew the book, brand new book, right? Nobody knew who I was. I mean, they knew who I was personally, but so this time around, and I've talked openly about this, I, I struggle with major cognitive challenges from chemotherapy. They call it, you know, chemo brain, uh, which I don't like that term because I feel like it dismisses it. It's a real, real major challenge to be able to think. I can't think clearly. I dealt with anxiety uh, after I did chemo for three years. I've never had anxiety before that. So if you struggle with, you know, productivity, focus, anxiety, stress, depression, any of those things, I struggle with all of those things. 
And yet we are, as of today, we're sitting at about 7,000 pre-orders of the new book. And right now it's, uh, what is today? Today, the day I'm recording this, it is Wednesday, December 6th. So one week before this episode will go live. My goal was 10,000 copies of the new book and the uh, 10,000 pre-orders, I should say. So we're 3,000 away and looks like we might be able to get there. And then the goal for this first week is 15,000 copies because you know that's the minimum it takes typically to get on the New York Times bestseller list. And that's not something I care about really, except for what it will do for the Miracle Morning mission. Let me explain that. I don't care about being able to say I'm a New York Times bestselling author. Like that does literally... I don't know if it's nothing, but it's really close to nothing for like my ego. In fact, if anything, my ego actually leans on the other side of being able to say how, hey, I'm not a New York Times bestselling author. I'm a self-published author and we've sold 2 million copies of The Miracle Morning. I have more ego with that statement than I do. Like I'm a New York Times bestselling author. So anyway, why is that important to do though? Because what that does is the reason I traditionally published this new book, the Miracle Morning Update and Expanded Edition was to reach more people and impact more lives with the Miracle Morning. The original book is self-published, therefore it is not sold in retailers. It's not at Walmart or Target or Costco or Barnes and Noble. It's only on Amazon, right? And how many millions of books are sold at Walmart and Target and Costco and Barnes and Noble and you know Books a Million, all these other retailers? So in order for those retailers to carry your book, they look at how many units you've sold. They look at the credibility of something like the New York Times bestselling book. And so that's the whole play here. I signed with a traditional publisher to get into retail stores to spread the impact of the Miracle Morning movement and the mission and the book. And if you've heard me say this before, I don't know if you have, but We've sold, you know, two or three million copies of the Miracle Morning worldwide. I don't know the exact number because the foreign publishers are kind of, I don't, they don't all report uh, very well. It's hard to know how many we've sold in certain countries, but we, we guesstimate we're at least over two million, probably over three million. And my perspective is that we have eight billion plus people to still reach, eight billion lives the Miracle Morning can transform that have not yet heard about the book. And so I'm trying to, you know, I went with a traditional publisher to be able to get into retail stores to reach more and more and more people. And I don't, I'm not delusional. I don't think we'll ever reach 8 billion people. But to me, it's how can I spend my life impacting as many people as I possibly can with the Miracle Morning? And the reason that that's the thing I've chosen is because of what you've told me, meaning, you know, the the 30,000 reviews on Amazon saying the Miracle Morning changed my life. It saved my life. It saved my marriage. It turned my financial situation around. It transformed my mental health challenges on and on and on and on and on. The stories of people who have transformed their lives, your life with the Miracle Morning. That's why I am so committed to keep doing this because every time I read a review or I give a speech and somebody approaches me and says, hey, they'll be in tears often saying the Miracle Morning helped me when I was at the most difficult time in my life. That fuels me to go, I have to keep sharing this. How many other people are out there like you that need the Miracle Morning in their lives? And a friend, it might tell them, I mean, a big part of the reason the Miracle Morning has sold millions of copies, especially in other countries. It's not me. I'm not talking about the Miracle Morning in Brazil, number one bestselling book in Brazil, number one bestselling book in Korea, you know, top bestseller in France. I, I'm not talking about the book in these countries. You are meaning Miracle Morning practitioners, people that have read the book, that are doing the practice, that have had their lives transformed, you are talking about the book you're sharing with other people. And I can't thank you enough for that because the impact of the Miracle Morning 
would not be where it is without you paying it forward and sharing with other people, right? And that it goes out saying that if you haven't ordered copies of the book for friends and family for the holidays, please consider doing that. I mean, it is one of the best gifts that you can give to the people you love and the people that you lead. You know, we've had people that have bought hundreds of copies for their clients, for their employees, and many that have bought five for their friends, their family, et cetera. In fact, you know, tomorrow is the miracle year live virtual event. And you, if you buy five copies of the Miracle Morning, you get a free ticket. No, five free tickets to that live event. And so I guess I would imagine that today would be the last day for you to do that. And the URL for that is the new miraclemorning.com forward slash event. That takes you directly to the page to buy tickets or books to get tickets to the live virtual event. And you can buy just one ticket if you want to just get one for yourself. Again, that's the, mir- the new miraclemorning.com forward slash event. And if you haven't pre-ordered a copy of the book, you can do it at the new miraclemorning.com or just go straight to Amazon if you want. Um, oh, actually, yeah, the book's already out. So there are no more pre-order bonuses, but you can still get tickets to the live event. So if you want to get your book, it'd be on any retailer where you like to buy books, Barnes & Noble, Amazon, Walmart, Target, whatever it is for you. But that's not why I'm talking about this. Um, I'm talking about this to really share with you. I was going through, right? I'm, I'm sharing with you how to reach your goals, even when you're struggling, even when you feel like you're failing, even when you're having an identity crisis, because who you are now may not be as capable of who you used to be. Maybe you lack the confidence that you used to. I know I do. Maybe you lack the brain power and the memory and the ability to focus that you used to. I do. I absolutely lack those things. And I want to tell you, I live by something, and you probably know this, called the Miracle Equation. Tomorrow's Miracle Year event is combining the Miracle Morning, the Miracle Equation, and the Miracle Life to make 2024 your best year ever. Well, I want to talk about the Miracle Equation right now because that is the formula that enables me to achieve things that I often doubt myself. I often feel like Man, I'm not on track. I'm scared. I've been so scared (laughs) the last few months, y'all. I have been in there. I've experienced so much fear the last few months. I've been afraid to ask for help. I think I did a podcast on that a couple, you know, a month or two ago. I've been scared to ask for help, and it doesn't make any sense. It's like these illogical fears because whenever I ask for help, people are like, "Of course, of course, Hal, of course, I'll help you," right? But but I still I have these illogical fears and insecurities and anxieties. I envy the person I used to be. I didn't used to have any of that, y'all. I didn't have any of it. I used to be so confident and so, and I had no anxiety. And I, you know, yes, I had ADHD, but I could focus, significant focus on any project I was committed to. And now I lack all of that. And so if you struggle in the same way where you feel like you're not quite as capable as you used to be, if you feel that way, listen up, because that is where I'm at. It's where I've been for the last three years. And yet I still keep moving forward. I still keep pursuing major goals. I still keep accomplishing some big things uh, in my life that are, that are meaningful to me. And so I want to talk about how to utilize the miracle equation so that you can do the same thing. Now, what is the miracle equation? In case you don't know, if you do know, here's a refresher for you. We all need a refresher because it's so funny. A few, a couple of months ago, I was talking to Brianna Greenspan and she said, Hal, are you living the miracle equation right now? Because I was telling her how I was like scared and I had all this doubt and I didn't think I was going to be able to do it. She goes, are you living the miracle equation right now? I said, kind of. I'm definitely putting forth extraordinary effort. Like I'm trying, but I feel like I'm just not, I'm not very efficient. I'm not very effective. 
And she said, are you maintaining the un- unwavering faith? Because you talked about it in that book and you've taught me the miracle equation many times. Two, both decisions are required. You've got to maintain unwavering faith every single day, even when you have doubt, even when you have fear. That's what makes the faith unwavering, right? Because you don't let the doubt and the fear derail you. She said, and you put forth extraordinary effort every day, regardless of your results along the way. And she said, it sounds to me like you are not maintaining faith. I'm like, you're right. I've let fear override my faith. And she said, how can you get back to that unwavering faith that you used to have toward every goal that you set? And she said, if I were you, I would go back and read the miracle equation. You need your own medicine right now. And I was like, interesting. Okay. And so I ended up going back and li- I started reading the book and then I grabbed the audiobook and I was going back and forth, but I listened to the Miracle Equation audiobook and it's really good. It's really good. And I had not, I don't think I've ever listened to it since I recorded it. I just recorded it. And then I was like, I'm not, I'm like, if you ever record an audiobook, it's such a long, overwhelming, draining process that the last thing you want to do is go back and listen to the entire audiobook. So I'd never listened to it. But as I'm listening, I'm reminded of my truth. I'm reminded of the things that, you know, the lessons that I feel like God gave me, by the way, like I don't take credit unless I learn something in a book from somebody and they probably got it from God. I don't know. But meaning whenever I have an idea, I'm always like, thank you, God, for that idea. And I'm often reminded as well that the things that I teach other people, I forget, oh, wait, this applies to me first. I need to live the miracle equation, right? I need to live my savers on, you know, sometimes I I do my miracle morning every day, but sometimes I drift too far or I leave off a few of the savers. I don't do them for a while. And then I'll be doing a podcast talking about how every one of the savers is so important. Each one, you know, will help you optimize your mental and emotional well-being and your focus and your courage and your confidence and on and on, you know, and I'm reminded, wait, how? take your own advice. Like you forget. And we do that. We all do that, by the way. Like, don't just point the finger at me, right? You've done that before where, you know, you're talking, you're telling your kids what they need to do or that they need to eat healthier, that they shouldn't be on their screens. Right. And then you're in the bathroom or you're in the bedroom and you're, you pull out your phone and you're on your screen and you're, you're, you're grabbing snacks when nobody's looking. Right. So we got to take our own advice. We got to take our own advice. And so for me, this miracle equation unwavering faith and extraordinary effort. So the unwavering faith piece, let me just say this. If you study the world's most successful people, they maintain unwavering faith and it's not easy for them. For some, it might be. For some people, they have unshakable confidence. I feel like I used to have that. So it was easier for me to maintain unwavering faith, the old me, because I had unshakable confidence. And then when I went through the cancer journey and the chemo and the the brain damage from that, I just am not the same person. I wish I was. And I try to be, I try so hard to be. And Brianna reminded me the other day, she said, Hal, stop trying to be who you used to be. And instead start applying what you know to who you currently are. Mm, I'm going to say that again. Stop trying to be, or maybe another way, better way of saying it is stop wishing you were who you used to be. Stop trying to be who you used to be and instead start applying what you know to who you are. In fact, you guys, I'm going to actually send that to myself right now because um, stop, give me, bear with me for just a minute. Stop trying to be who you used to be and instead apply what you know to who currently are. Ooh, that's powerful. I don't know if that's exactly how Brianna said it, but I like that. So, Point being, here's how I applied it, you know, and here's how she kind of coached me through it. She said, Hal, for you, your extraordinary effort 
for example, so there's the unwavering faith and the extraordinary effort. Said, well, let's let's just go to the unwavering faith. She said the unwavering faith used to be easy for you, Hal, because you were super confident and it came natural to you. She said it doesn't come natural to most people. She said so. If you're teaching this to other people that might be in a current state of self-doubt or fear or insecurity, maybe they don't have the reference points in their life. And maybe this applies to you. Like, I, you know, I've, at 19, I started in sales and that's when I really developed the confidence. I didn't have confidence before that, but I started developing confidence because I was working really hard. I was getting results. And then about a year and a half later, I developed the miracle equation, you know, and I realized, wow, the results I've been getting are because I've been maintaining unwavering faith that I can achieve these goals. Even when I'm not on track for them, I just keep going and, and believing until the last minute. And usually they happen in miraculous fashion. And again, I mentioned, if you study the world's most successful sports figures, for example, and you can apply this to any area of life, they maintain unwavering faith that they can win the game until the buzzer goes off, right? You take a Michael Jordan. It's like, hey, Michael, we're down by 13 and there's only seven seconds left in the game. I think it was a Reggie Miller. There were seven seconds left in the game and he was down by 13 points, or sorry, 13 seconds left in the game, down by seven points. That is nearly impossible. How are you going to score Seven points in 13 seconds when as soon as you score one point, the ball goes to the other team, right? And Reggie ended up getting the ball in like one second. He scored a three-pointer. And then he stole the inbound pass, shot a three-pointer, and got fouled on it. And he ended up scoring seven points in 13 seconds. I could be wrong on the points or the seconds a little bit, but that was the general idea. It was unbelievable. And uh, I, I was watching that game. It was probably like 20 years ago. But here's the point. How did he do that? How did he create a miracle for him and his team? And how can you actually apply the same thing to your life? Well, think about it. When 99.9% of human beings on the planet, including probably the best basketball players out there, would have given up the faith that it was possible to win the game with only 13 seconds to go and down seven points, Reggie Miller maintained unwavering faith that somehow, some way, whether it was by his own hand or the grace of God, or I believe it was both, that he could somehow, he wasn't going to give up. He was going to maintain unwavering faith until the last possible moment that he could win that game. And he did. He maintained unwavering faith and he put forth extraordinary effort. He shot the three. He didn't give up. He didn't run back to the other side of the court. He went for the steal. He stole the inbound pass and hit another three. Then he got fouled and he made his foul shots, right? If you study the world's most successful people in all walks of life, and this is what I've applied to my own life, from achieving huge sales goals back in the day and breaking records, to writing the Miracle Morning, to selling a million copies, to beating cancer, every goal I've achieved, I maintained unwavering faith that I could, and I put forth extraordinary effort for as long as it took. And what Brianna reminded me of the other day as I was complaining that I'm not the same person I used to be. I don't have the same mental abilities. And this is what I was talking about, too. I said, you guys, it used to take me maybe 20 minutes to write an email to send out to you, if you're listening, people, right? I said, this email that I just wrote, it took me, I think it was it was either three hours or five hours over the course of like three days. So imagine, and maybe you can relate to this, I don't think most of you can, but imagine something that used to take you 20 minutes now takes you three to five hours. So what my life looks like over the last three years is my, I'll, I'll have a to-do list on my schedule of, okay, I need to get these four things done today or these five things done today. And the first thing on the list 
will take up the entire day. And sometimes it's not even done. And I'm not, you know, this isn't like a woe is me. I'm just giving you a peek behind the curtain. So it makes me really discouraged. And I feel like I'm failing every single day because I have so many things I need to get done and they take me forever because my brain just doesn't function the way it used to. And it takes me forever to write things and to remember things and to think through things and, and to prioritize things and all of that. And so what Brianna said to me is she said, Hal, because I was feeling really down on how I haven't, I feel like I didn't get done. I left so much on the table during this book launch. I dropped so many balls, didn't get so many things done. I, I intended to get done. And she said, Hal, I want you to zoom out. And I want you to think of this from the miracle equation perspective. I said, okay, what do you mean? And she said, did you maintain unwavering faith? I said, my faith was wavering, but thanks to the conversation I had with you, I was reminded and I pulled out my affirmations and I reminded myself I have unwavering faith that I can sell a minimum of 10,000 copies of the new Miracle Morning book and get on the New York Times bestseller list. Now, I don't know if we got on the New York Times bestseller list because we won't know that for probably about a week a week from now. And the odds are that we're not going to, but I don't know, but I'm, I'm just giving unwavering faith. I'm maintaining unwavering faith that it's possible. And so I told her, yes, I've maintained unwavering faith. And by the way, unwavering faith doesn't mean that your faith never wavers. It means when it wavers, you get it back, right? When you realize, oh man, for the last few days or few weeks or few months, I have been in a fear state. I have lacked unwavering faith that I could reach my goal. I've been living in fear and doubt and uncertainty, right? Unwavering faith doesn't mean that your faith never wavers. It means that when you remember, when you become conscious that your faith is wavering, you recommit to maintain unwavering faith, right? And it's like a roller coaster. It's like, oh, I'm up. I'm doing good. Oh man, I'm, 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 I'm really doubting myself. Wait, I'm going up. And how do you do that? By the way, there's a very important, very crucial, very simple solution to maintain or, or strategy for maintaining unwavering faith. It's doing it in writing, doing it in writing. So meaning in the Miracle Equation book, and it's funny that, you know, this is about the Miracle Morning Update and Expanded Edition. This is launch week, but I'm, I can't help but talk about the book because this is where I'm drawing this information from is, right, it, it's in the Miracle Equation. But in terms of in the Miracle Equation book, I talk about how you create a Miracle Equation Affirmation which is an affirmation that combines unwavering faith and extraordinary effort. It basically says, I will maintain unwavering faith that I can blank, right? And that blank is whatever you're committed to. So for me, the blank is sell a minimum of 10,000 copies. That's the minimum goal. But the high goal for me is sell enough copies. And you never know the exact number to get on the New York Times bestseller list so that we can reach and impact more people with the Miracle Morning. That's my miracle equation affirmation is I'll maintain unwavering faith in that result. And the second piece of that is I'll put forth extraordinary effort every single day, whether I feel like it or not, to reach my goal. That's the, and I'm going off memory. I don't have it memorized, but that's the general miracle equation affirmation that I've had in writing. And so you can apply that to your life. So you combine the unwavering faith and the extraordinary effort in an affirmation. The miracle equation affirmation for you is I will maintain unwavering faith that I can blank or that I will blink, whatever your outcome is, whatever your goal is, and I will put forth extraordinary effort every single day or five days a week, whatever you're committed to, whether I feel like it or not. See, that's the crucial part of making the miracle equation work in your life is I will put forth, maintain unwavering faith no matter what and put forth extraordinary effort even if I don't feel like it because more often than not, we're gonna be faced with our humanity, which comes with self-doubt 
and fear and insecurity. And so for me, the last few months have been really difficult, but the miracle equation is what I, you know, I read those affirmations and I just every day was like, all right, I'm going to face the fear. I'm going to face the anxiety. I feel stressed. I feel overwhelmed. This is really, really hard. And the easy thing to do would be to go to give up. It would be to hide. I was, I've been so tempted to just give up and just to hide, like, and just, I don't want to let people down. I don't want to let you down. I don't want to let the person down that doesn't yet know about the miracle morning. And they need me to do one more thing today and one more thing tomorrow to share the miracle morning with somebody. Maybe it's with you that will share it with them, or maybe they get turned onto the podcast and that's how they just go. However it is for me, it's just every day doing something. That's the extraordinary effort, by the way, let me, let me actually make clear. Extraordinary effort doesn't mean you work 60 hours a week. It means you do one thing every day. It's more about consistency than it is about doing so much that you get burned out. It's about consistency, doing at least one thing every day that moves you forward toward the goal that you set, the mission that you're on, the outcome that you're committed to working towards. So that's it. I'm going to wrap with that. The Miracle Morning Updated and Expanded Edition came out yesterday. You can order a copy on Amazon or Barnes and Noble or Target or Walmart or wherever. And if you already have your own copy, consider ordering a copy for a friend or family member to pay it forward and gift for the holidays. It's To me, it's the one of the best gifts you can give because it's the gift of transformation. It's the gift of giving someone a book that can help them with their mental and emotional well-being, that can help them overcome their challenges, achieve their goals, start every day in a physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual state so that they can show up for the people they love and the people they lead as the better, best version of themselves. And remember, this mission that we're on, the Miracle Morning mission is to elevate the consciousness of humanity one morning and one person at a time. Because when we do our miracle morning, and you know this from experience, if you, you know, unless you're brand new and you've never done the miracle morning, if you've done the miracle morning, you know that the days you do your miracle morning, you feel better and you are more capable of doing better. You elevate your consciousness by becoming more aware and intentional about how your thoughts, your words, and your actions impact your life and the lives of every person that you come in contact with. And so from that place, I believe that we all have a responsibility to start our day with our miracle morning so that we can serve our loved ones, our friends, our family, our clients, our colleagues, and humanity at the highest level. All right, friends and family, goal achievers, you're all my friends, you're all my family, we're part of the human family. I love you so much. Thank you for your support. Thank you for listening today. And uh, may your life be blessed. I hope you love the new edition of The Miracle Morning. I hope it blesses your life and I will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. To learn more about the Achieve Your Goals podcast and to get access to today's show notes, transcript, and exclusive content from Hal Elrod, visit halelrod.com forward slash podcast. Thanks again for joining us. Be sure to tune in next week for another episode of the Achieve Your Goals podcast. 